Shut up. Let me talk. Let me talk about Yasna. Brandon Sanderson. Hello, listeners, and whatever other species happen to have tuned into this podcast today. Welcome to Highly Invested, a Cosmere Analysis podcast brought to you by me, Eve. I am a college student and a Cosmere enthusiast, and I use she-they pronouns, or whatever other pronouns you want to use, I don't particularly care. And I have a special guest on my podcast today. Do you want to introduce yourself? Uh-huh. I am Val, uh, Eve's sister, and mm-hmm. I am new to the Cosmere. Yeah, so my sister is on today, my little sister, in case you couldn't tell by her voice. She is getting into the Cosmere after I have uh, told her many things about it. I am a big fan of info dumping, and uh, now she's reading it. So, this is going to be a Way of Kings episode, as you, I'm sure, can tell by the title. You're a smart person. So, because it's about the Way of Kings, we will not be spoiling any other Cosmere other than Way of Kings. I might kind of suggest some things, or say, hey, maybe you should consider this, but it won't be an outright spoiler, and it won't even be, like, an implied spoiler. because or a theory about not the Way of Kings. Yeah, there might be theories, but uh, I'm not going to reveal anything canon about the other books, because Val has only read The Way of Kings and The Beginning of Words of Radiance. Yeah, well, this spoiler warning is for The Way of Kings only. We will be spoiling the entire book of The Way of Kings, but nothing else in the Cosmere. So, if you've only read Way of Kings, you are f- free to listen to this episode, and enjoy it with us. All right. How about we start by just let tell me tell me how you got into the Cosmere. What did you know about it before you started? Uh, not a lot. I knew that there was Brandon Sanderson wrote it, mm-hmm. and I knew there was someone named Kaladin, and I knew there was uh, Shard Blades, and someone named Sil, and that is really to the extent. Oh, I also knew about Wobs. Yes, I talk about wobs a lot. Uh-huh, and I thought that, uh, Words of Radiance was like Words of Brandon. Yeah, that was a new. So, what are your general thoughts on The Way of Kings? What do you good, think? Good book. Good book. Any other thoughts? I think he's a good writer, and mm-hmm. I like how he writes his books mm-hmm. in, like, all the different perspectives and points of view. Mm-hmm. So let's start by talking about the structure of the books. So the whole Stormlight Archive has a very distinct structure. So for the Stormlight Archive, each book is five parts. Within those parts, there are different points of view. So chapters will be from the point of view of Kaladin or from the point of view of Shallan. And we'll see a different voice and a different setting for those. And then there are the interludes between each part. So there are four sets of interludes. No, three. No, because between part four and five, there aren't interludes. And the interludes can be about random kind of random characters in the Cosmere that are just that are never going to come up again. Or some of them have a lot of plot relevance and are either following characters that we know or events that we know of or something like that. Or some of them are just interesting but never come up again. Yeah, exactly. And then there are the epigraphs, the chapter epigraphs. What did you think about those? Wait, which ones were those? The little notes at the beginning of every chapter. So there were death rattles. Do you remember what I'm talking about here? Yes, I do now remember, but okay. I still did not understand them to the end of the book. Yep, that's that's how it be. Yeah. 
So there are a couple of epigraphs. So there are a couple of epigraphs that will make sense and that do make sense, but you have to read them really carefully. And a lot of them just don't. So the part one epigraphs are the death rattles, right? Mm-hmm. Is that part one? Yeah, I think so. Part one is death rattles, and there are a bunch of them. They definitely have varying levels of applicability to the story. Some of them make sense. Uh, There's one that goes, the burdens of nine become mine. Why must I carry the madness of them all? Oh, almighty, release me. I I know the nine thing. Mm -hmm. It's the nine uh, swords in the stone. Yeah, what are they called? Uh, the, just a minute, the honor blades. Uh Uh-huh, and who did they belong to? The heralds. Exactly, yeah. And one of them is missing because one of them died and didn't Mm -hmm. come back ever. And there's another herald one, which is ten people with shard blades alight standing before blah, 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 blah. So yeah, there are a couple that make sense. Some of them that are just sad, and then some of them that don't make sense yet, but will. And some of them that will maybe never make sense. Yeah. Uh, There is a word of Brandon. Here, I found it. This is uh, from a YouTube live stream on June 3rd of this year. Ooh, 2021. Brad asked, will every death rattle have a canonized point of reference at some point in a coming novel? And then Brandon says, I don't... No, he doesn't. (laughs) He says, says, I don't intend them all to. I intend most of them to, but I don't intend them all to. Some of them happened, but were not relevant to the story on screen. So basically... They're all things that happened, but he isn't going to put them all in. Then the part two epigraphs. Apparently, we're just talking about epigraphs now. Yeah, that's... Yep, that's fine. Epigraph. Epigraph episode. So the part two epigraphs are about the letter. Do you know... You you won't know about the letter. We're just going to skip this one because it's a Cosmere letter. So there are these different letters that are sent by... Never mind, it's a Raffo. (laughs) Sorry. Part three is... Part three is Yasna's notes. Uh, so Yasna, remember how Yasna is writing, she's researching uh-huh. about... Voidbringers. Voidbringers, yep. Which I thought Salon was. Yeah. But we'll get to the, my yeah. things later. What did you think, not necessarily just about the epigraphs, but what did you think about the style in general, the setup of his book? I thought it was a good setup. I thought it was confusing. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of questions unanswered, mm-hmm. and still having read part of Words of Radiance, still unanswered. Classic Sanderson. Yeah. It, it will make sense, I mostly. I'm guessing some of my questions might never be answered yet. I would say most of your questions will be answered once you've read the entire Cosmere. Well, well, but yeah, the entire books, Cosmere hasn't even come out yet. Yeah, that's what I mean. But did you did you like the different parts? Did you like the POVs, that kind of thing? Oh, yes, I did. My favorite POV, I think, was Shalons. Okay. We'll talk a little more about the characters later. It was but so good. And you, you talked to me off mic about how you really liked the viewpoints, right? Uh-huh. Basically, in the beginning, when Zeth was fighting, I think, what was his name? Gavilar. Yeah, you got Gavilar, it. Gavilar. Uh, I was like, oh, everything's going to be described in such vivid detail. And then I got to another fight scene. But where the person was, uh, like, less conscious, and everything was described in less detail. And I was so amazed that he would a- he was able to know how much detail to put in when someone's at some level of, like, knowingness. Mm-hmm. Did you notice any difference between, like, Shalon and Kaladin and how they kind of thought about things? Yeah. I, I noticed a little bit of it. Uh, 
besides how Shalon was in a more safe state. And <laughs> that's what you think. That yeah, that's what I think. That Shalon was in a more safe state, and so she was she was thinking about things that were less like dire and stuff. As Kaladin was thinking, how to survive. Just wait till words of radiance. <laughs> yeah, but Shalon is very. She's very poetic in her descriptions. She well, not poetic necessarily, but she's very vivid. Like mm-hmm. you said, she describes everyone when she sees them. She's she describes such a cool drawer. She describes Carbrunth. She describes everything very, very vividly. Kaladin, not so much. No, Kaladin's like, just like how to survive. Like, yeah, he's like he he describes. I think the first time he describes like Moash, he's like he grabs a tall guy and he throws him out the, out of the barracks. Lopin's cool. I was talking about Moash. Yeah, I know. I was just oh, okay. saying that I like Lopin. You would like Lopin. I, I do like Lopin. A lot of people don't I, like I don't, Lopin. You it's not like I would like Lopin, I just do I like know, Lopin. But like I, I could guess that. Did you like the style that he wrote in most of the time? Obviously when he writes for Zeth, he's a lot more poetic than he is normally. But yes. how did what did you think of it? I liked a lot of the different characters, like points of view. Mm-hmm. So like you said, how like one was super like poetic and the other was just like how to survive and not really focusing on anything. Mm-hmm. And then the other one was just, like, paying attention to everything around her and stuff. Mm-hmm. Which was very cool to see all the different points of view working together. Yeah. And then eventually in one chapter, there was two points of view. Yeah. Near the end, when it gets to the Sanderlanch. What? The so Sanderlanch is one of the words for at the end when everything goes crazy, like the climax of the book. Sanderson, in basically every book he does this, he has, like, it can be from anywhere from, like, a third of the book, like, in Hero of Ages, which is the third Mistborn book, it's, like, the last third of the book is the Sanderlanch, like, the whole thing. What the? It's wild. But So it's basically just, like, a big, like, war thing? Like, battle? No. Oh, then what is it? It's a bunch of stuff happening that I can't tell you because of spoilers. Oh, but yeah, uh, Hero of Ages is one of the best fantasy endings I've, one of the best fiction endings that I have ever witnessed or experienced. Ooh. Like, ever. I need to read with you, okay? Anyway, the Sanderlanch is the word for at the end of Brandon's books when he, like, when the pace really ramps up. Like, it happens in every book. Um, and the storylines either converge or each storyline has its own separate climax and it's wild and everybody's like, oh my god. Let's talk about some character stuff. So... We have four main viewpoint characters in this book. There are obviously more than four when you count the interludes and blah, blah, blah and everything. But we're just going to start with, with the four main ones. Kaladin, Shallan, Dalinar, and Adolin. Let's start with Kaladin. How do you feel about Kaladin? I love Kaladin. Everybody loves Kaladin. I love Kal- Syl also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the relationship between Kaladin and Syl. Is very good. Not romantic. Not romantic. Not romantic. This podcast neither ships nor endorses Sillidan just because Sil mm-hmm. is baby. I like them as friends. I think they're very cute together. Mm-hmm. And I think that if one of them dies, the other one would like commit suicide out yeah. of sadness. I think they're very good for each other. You know, Sil helps Kaladin overcome some some stuff, and Kaladin is like literally giving Sil like sapience thanks mm-hmm. to their bond. And, and it's very cool. I love them so much. Uh, Kaladin, usually there's a main character. People are like, yeah, I like this main character. Like, mm-hmm. they're pretty cool. And then some people are like, no, I don't really like this main character. Yeah. Right? Like, you can feel strongly about a main character, but I feel like most people 
or a lot of people don't. They're like, yeah, I really like this character. Everybody loves Kaladin. Yes. Does Is there anybody who does not like Kaladin? Like, tweet, this is a genuine question. Yes, tweet at us. Yeah. If you don't like Kaladin. Yeah. Be sincere. Yeah, it's okay to not like Kaladin. Uh-huh. I, we just want to know if there is anybody yeah. who doesn't like Kaladin. Yeah, I don't know if there is anybody, because he's just so... Mm-hmm. He's so lovable. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have never talked to a Cosmere fan who's just like, yeah, I don't really care for Kaladin. Oh, never? No. Oh. Everyone I've talked to has been somewhere between, like, Kaladin is cool, and, like, I would die for this man in a heartbeat. So, anyway, uh, we like Kaladin. He's mm-hmm. cool. What do you think about Kaladin's arc with his depression and all the bad stuff that's happening to him and his brother dying and all that? Oh, yeah. I'm very sad for Kaladin. Yeah. I feel like uh, so, uh, everyone who who's like, I will take a, uh, several bullets for Kaladin is having like a mental breakdown reading Way of Kings. Yeah. Don't worry. It gets worse. No, Kaladin! Kaladin. Kaladin. One thing I love about him is that he's not... Everything. Yeah, he's everything. Yeah, but at first, you know, when he's younger, he's he wants to have glory, you know? Like, he wants to go fight and, like, be an awesome spearman and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then... Save his brother. And then he kind of just has to survive, like you said. Like, he's just in survival mode. And he doesn't want to save Bridge Four. He gets beaten down really, really hard because he does. He leads, what, like, a dozen slave revolts and, like, mm-hmm. everybody else ends up dying except mm-hmm. him. He's below rock bottom. And then he he gets to the honor chasm. He almost he does it. He almost kills himself. Yeah. And then Syl saves him. And he, like he realizes, he's like, I have literally, like, nothing left. Like, every attempt I've made has ended terribly. And Syl's like, it's gonna end terribly if you don't try. Yeah, so you so might as well try. Save people. Yeah, and he's like, like, fine, one more try. I'm just emotional about Bridge oh, Four. Yeah. That's what it is. They're uh-huh. just so Rock. they're so good. Rock. Rock is amazing. Mm-hmm. And then Dunny dies. Well, yeah. Sigzel, like- incredible. Oh. Teft, amazing. Rock the best. Rock Rock is the best. Mo- Lopin. Lopin. Yeah, what good. do you what do you think about Moab? Why are you giving All me right. that look? Uh keep an eye keep an eye on that that little Eel man. Eel? Keep an eye on Moash. That's all I'm saying. Yep, that's Kaladin. Do we have anything else we want to say about Kaladin? He's very driven by honor, right? Yeah. Like, he didn't take the shards when Amram defeated the shard bear. He could have just... Uh, yeah, he could have... He should have taken them, because then his squad wouldn't have to die, and he could have just killed Amram. Well, Amram would have killed him, though. Yeah, but he doesn't have a shard, and Kaladin did have a that's shard, That's true. So. Yeah, it might not have worked out well. But Kaladin didn't know how to use a sword. He still doesn't. He knows how to use a spear. Yeah, but his, but you could, but he could change the shard into a spear. No, he can't. Why not? Because that's not how shard blades work. Oh yeah, they're only blades. Do we have any other thoughts about Kaladin? Oh, I have one more thought about Kaladin. I was actually talking about this. No, I wasn't. I was thinking about it in my head yesterday, and I was going to talk to my Discord about it, and then forgot. So, I will do that later. But. I was thinking about how it takes so long before Kaladin actually becomes, quote-unquote, becomes a Radiant. Like, before he starts, like, drawing in Stormlight and healing people and realizing what he can do. Healing himself, I mean. I didn't realize how long it took for, for that to happen, because really, Way of Kings, it's a long book, 
and it's 45 hours on audiobook without yeah it's only at one speed and most of it isn't high fantasy most most of the book isn't like super magic heavy is what i'm saying you know they're fighting they're blah 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 but it's Caliban's not using magic nobody's using magic other than the shard blades yeah, no one really is using magic. Yeah, except Yasna occasionally soul casts stuff. Okay, so let's talk about Shalon, Sh- our next character. Now, I have many feelings about Shalon, but I want to know what you think first. Because I know you did not have many feelings about her. I didn't? Oh, yeah. I I'm... kept asking you, and you were like, yeah, she's fine. No, you kept asking me about Navani. I did also keep asking you about Navani, that's you true. You kept asking me about okay. everybody. Yeah. I love Shalon. Are you going to I... do your theory? Uh, should I? Or should yeah. I do, like, a bunch of theories later? No, you should say your Shalon theory. It's okay. Funny. I have two Shalon theories. Okay. So, when she was drawing weird pictures, I thought she was drawing void burners. Uh-huh. And then, after I thought that theory, I was like, wait a minute, what if she's a void bringer? Dun, dun, dun. Shalon void bringer. Yeah. Shalon the void bringer. And I was, like, pretty sure she was going to be a void bringer. What do you think now? I still think she's a void bringer. Interesting. Even with the reveal that the Parshmen are Voidbringers? Do you yeah. think Shalon's a Parshman, or do you think that they're wrong? Like, I think it was, like, some sort of, like, virus thing that there was this, like, chief Voidbringer. The chief Voidbringer was, like, fighting Radiance and stuff, and he infested a bunch of humans. Somehow, I'm not sure how, but he was okay. able to make, like, a virus and infested a bunch of humans, mm-hmm. or Parshendi, and then they became Voidbringers, too. Okay. And then... The par- Parshman, because uh, Sh- Shalon's dad was pretty rich, they had Parshman around. Mm-hmm. So she accidentally got infested by one of the Parshmen. Infected. Infected. And so now she's a Parsh, uh, not a Parshman. A Voidbringer. A, a Voidbringer. All right. We're just going to leave that there. Yeah. Um, people who have read the oh, series the are going to be having a time of it. Cool. So what else do you think about Shalon? Uh... I still don't have a lot of thoughts about her. I, I like her a lot, and I think that her, her and Yasna's, like, arc was very cool, and how she was able to figure everything out, even when she was, like, in a hospital bed, mm-hmm. was very cool. Yeah, Shalon's pretty smart. And her, like, just basically braveness, being able to, uh, being able to just be like, and just, like, cut her hand very hard, is pretty cool. I'm not sure that was bravery. I think it was more just panic. Yeah. She was like, oh no, I still cast. What do I do? Fake a suicide attempt. Uh, that was interesting. So my my favorite part, and we can talk about favorite parts later, but I'll just give a little teaser. Probably my favorite part of The Way of Kings is that scene where Shalon is like running through, she's running through the Palinaeum and she's seeing all of the weird figures in the robes and she's... She's, like, drawing them to figure out where they are. She's running, and then she goes to her rooms, and then she accidentally soul-casts blood, and then she fakes a suicide attempt, and then Yasna comes in and is like, oh my god, Shalon! That's gotta be my favorite scene, though, because, first of all, I I love me some some angst. Shalon's freaking out, which is great for me to, to read, even though it's sad. And then Yasna comes in, and Yasna gets freaked out, and that makes me feel... Yeah. Mm, it makes me feel the puppy dog eye emoji because one of my favorite ships shut up let me talk Shalon. let me talk about Yasna. so one of my favorite favorite tropes is when the character who's like 
very cool and calm and put together, like, breaks yeah. and, like, panics. It's, like, split down. And Yasna kind of does that here. A little bit. Obviously, mm. Shalon, like, passes out she before. She certainly does but, it. But Yasna is genuinely scared for yeah. Shalon, and she genuinely cares about her, and it's so cute. Yes. So, okay, so now you can talk about Shazna if you want to. Shazna is a good ship. Eve's second least favorite ship is Yasna and Kalatan, which I... Short sort of ship. Wait, what's my first worst ship? Kaladin and Sil. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause that's actually no, bad. I, I might ship Kaladin and Sil more than I ship Kaladin and Yasna. What? I really, really hate the Kaladin Yasna ship. But Kaladin like, and Sil okay, is actually okay. like close. Let me offer a disclaimer. If you ship Kaladin and Yasna, that's that's fine. That's not my business. I you do you. Like seriously, I do not care. I will not look down on you. But personally, I hate it. My reading of the book, just, there's nothing there. Like, I cannot see how they would could be in the same room together for more than 10 seconds and not absolutely hate the experience. Yasna, I think, is a lesbian, so her and Kaladin is a no-no. Kaladin's, like, 19, and Yasna's, like, 35. Kaladin's 19? Yeah. I thought he was, like, 24. No. Ah. He's a baby. I know no ages in here, so I thought that Adolin was, like, 16, and I thought that uh, the king, I can't remember his Elicar. name. Elicar. Elicar was like 12. Oh dear. I mean, he does kind of act like he's like 12, but he's like 30. Yeah, and everyone's calling him like a baby. Yeah. No, Elicar like has a kid. Like he's married with a kid. What, he is? Yeah. I thought he was the kid. No, he has a kid. Oh. Gavinor. I think you meet, Gavinor. You meet Gavinor in Oathbringer. Oathbringer. Okay. Well, any other Shalom thoughts? Because everything I love about Shalon, or almost everything I love about Shalon, is just a spoiler. Just like a massive, massive spoiler. Mm-hmm. So I can't really say that much. I will say that the first time I read Way of Kings, I wasn't very into Dalinar's viewpoints, which I'll talk about in a little bit. But I really, really loved Shalon's viewpoints. They were my favorite. Even though not that much was happening, you know, she was just like studying in Carbrunth. I was like, this is my dream life. Like, this is exactly what I want to do. She's just being gay in the city of Bells, which is beautiful. She has all these books all the time that she can just read. Oh, yeah. And it's she's incredible. drawing tons of cool pictures. While we're talking about Shalon, what did you think about Cabs the Arden? I genuinely liked him. I like him too. Oh, and then right before he tried to poison her, I just had this weird theory like, in my brain, it was like, Capsule's a bad person. Capsule is is not nice. And I was like, mm-hmm. why do you think that? And then I s- started thinking it. And then, and then like, four minutes later, the attack happened. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, dang. My mind yeah. is right. So, I like Capsule. Mm-hmm. I kind of got weird vibes from him because he's he was hitting on Shalon, which he's and not supposed g- to yeah, do. Yeah, and gave her money. That was the king's. What? He gave her uh, an emerald brome. Dang. No, that's pocket change for a light eyes. One of bridge four people or mm-hmm. bridge whatever. It, it's like yeah. two weeks. No, like a, a year salary. Yeah. But uh, for a light eyes, it's just like pocket change. Lose an emerald brome. Yeah. You're like, like bummer. <laughs> yeah. And with a with a uh, br- uh, bridge person who's like, where's my emerald brome? And they were like freak out. Yeah. Because that's like the yeah. years of salary. Um. <laughs> So I really liked Capsule, and mm-hmm. I just loved how, like, irreverent he was. Like, he clearly, he was an ardent, he clearly believed in the Almighty, mm-hmm. and was vibing, but he was just mm-hmm. so fun. Mm-hmm. 
You know? I love also, him. Also, when I envisioned him, I now now realize... Oh, you haven't got that. But I just envisioned him as uh, the bad guy airbender from Avatar. in uh, Leg- No, from uh, Legends of Korra. That's him! Zaheer. Zaheer, yeah! That's what you think who looks like? Uh, Capsule? Capsule. Without the scar. Okay. And a little less eyebrow. Okay. Sure. I, that's how I pictured Dalinar, to be honest. That's how you pictured Dalinar? <laughs> yeah. You pictured Dalinar as a hero? Yes. Oh, I pictured... But, like, with hair. Wait, that, like, exactly him? No, wait, he has hair. Oh. But well, other than that, yeah. Wow. Uh, she pictured the Thunder class as the trolls from Yeah, I just fully thought that the Thunder class looked like a potato with legs. Like, that's just what I pictured I, him I, as. I pictured... Uh, oh, also, something I want to cover, I thought... That a chasm feet was just a slug with yeah. a like, with a like a turtle shell uh, yeah. and fourteen legs. Yeah, I asked Val like, oh, like what did you think of this chasm fiend scene? She was like, chasm fiends are so weird. They're just like slugs, and I was like, what? And she, I was like, no, they have a shell, and she was like, so like a snail oh, and horns and horns <laughs> and horns. Yeah, she so she thought that it was like a slug with, with a, a turtle with shell. a turtle shell horns and 16 legs. No, eight, 14, 14. Oh, 14 legs. That's so funny. Somebody draw that. And I then, love it. Uh, tweet it to us, please. Yes, I love that. We will we will accept any crack chasm fiend sketches that you feel like doing. Mm-hmm. There was something else I was going to say about Shalon. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a spoiler. I can't say it. <laughs> Is it a spoiler for me? Classic. Even? Yeah, it's it's a spoiler. What do you think about Shalon seeing all those creatures? What do you think's going on there? I still think she was seeing her fellow board bringers trying to summon her to them because she somehow has, like, the key to, uh, she s- somehow knows how to, like, summon their chief board bringer back. Mm. And they're trying to get her so she they can summon her chief board bringer The chief board bringer that infected everybody. That infected all the Proshendi, and then the Proshendi infected her. Okay. That's my theory. That's, that's your theory. That's my all right. theory, and cool. it's... Certainly a theory. Yeah. All right. I think that, is that all the Shalon and Yasna thoughts we got? Yeah, I think so. All right, cool. We're going to move on to Dalinar. Oh, so man, you, you could not remember Dalinar's name for the life of you. Nope, it. I also could not. She kept saying Kalin. No, Taladin is Kaladin, what you kept saying. yes, Kaladin. Yeah, so I was like, what's happening? She's like, that that Taladin dude. And I was like, you mean Talenalot? Nope. Like, I thought she was talking about Taln the Herald. I was like, you mean you mean Talen a lot? She's like, no. I, I was like, met him. you mean Kaladin? She's like, no, Taladin. <laughs> but it was Dalinar the whole time. So, what do you think about him now that you know his name? Ah, uh, I still don't fully know his name, but no, I do. His name is Dalinar Colin. It's not that hard. I know Colin. Uh, I like him. I think that he kind of sucks. <laughs> okay. I think also, why would you give up a shard blade? That okay, but okay. Sense. So first of all, why do you think he sucks? Uh, well, he attacked the king, and mm-hmm. then right afterwards said that he thinks that he's, uh, like, he protects him like a father, and at just after, like, tra- kind of a bad uh, basically father. kind of, like, killing him, he was just like, I could just press down and kill you right now, and he'd be like, but I let, but I protect you like a father. Mm-hmm. And also, he's just not a super good person. He, uh, he trusts a little bit too much, and then after... Uh, after someone breaking his trust, he is basically just like, I'm going to take all your slaves, so you have no thing you can do with your slaves. Yeah, but it's easy for Sadius to replace his slaves. He's all, he That's al- fine. He also is just not a good person. 
person. Dalinar or Sadius? Uh, both. Okay. Dalinar is a little bit better than Sadius. Why do you think he's not a good person? I'm not saying I disagree with you. Which one? Dalinar. I think I'd probably, I think after Way of Kings, I thought he was a pretty good person. He's in charge, so he's kind of inherently bad because his whole empire runs with slaves. Yeah. But, like, I saw what he was doing with Elicar. I don't think Elicar is a good king nope. at all, and I think I, Dalinar would be better. Yeah, I do think that. Okay. But I don't I don't think that you should attack someone <laughs> and then say yeah. that you're like a father. Yeah, that's that's and a I, very valid like, point. I could just kill you right now. I think he could have just not attacked him and just been like, you're going to name me High Prince of uh, War. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. And then been like, okay, that's settled. <laughs> all right, have okay. a good day. <laughs> What do you think about Sadius? Sadius? Mm-hmm. I think nothing about Sadius. You think nothing about Sadius? Except he sucks, uh-huh. and I had a dream about him stabbing me in the ear. Uh, in the ear? Night. Yes, and then uh, with a shard blade, those oh, went into my brain. Classic. And, uh, and then killed my, you. My uh, brain stopped working, but uh, but I was just like walking around with no brain working. It was a Yeah, that makes dream. perfect sense. Uh-huh. I did not trust Sadius the whole time. Me neither. I was like... He's horrible. And the fact mm-hmm. that Dalinar did trust him so quickly just made mm-hmm. me, like, he's he's up to Yeah, nothing. like, when someone trusts someone that quickly, you're like, he's, got, he's gonna double-cross him. He's gonna be bad. Mm-hmm. And then, and Adolin was right. Ha! Mm-hmm. The whole time, Adolin was like, dude, yeah, dad, stop. Like, Sadius is literally evil, and yeah. Dalinar's like, no, it's fine. We're buddies. Uh-huh. Okay, what do you think about Novani? Because I have strong Novani feelings in Way of Kings. I think... I skipped Dalinar and Navani. Wait, is it Dalinar? Mm-hmm. Yes. When I read Way of Kings the first time, I thought Navani. I didn't necessarily think she was suspicious. I liked Navani. Didn't you say she was suspicious? No, I said I liked Navani, but I thought Navani was gonna like basically double cross them to spy for the other hmm. uh, team and then tell Dalinar's team the information about them, so like do a triple cross oh, dang. situation. Okay. I got sketch vibes from her. I was just like, I don't know. I don't know about this lady. She's yeah. real smart. That scares me because Dalinar's not very smart. Nope. <laughs> he's he's smart in like war tactics, but yes. like he's not very emotionally intelligent. Like he he just does not know mm-hmm. where the lines are between people. I when I first read Way of Kings, and my opinion has changed a lot since then. I thought that Navani was, I just hated her in Way of Kings. Like, I just, I straight up hated her. I was like, she is horrible. Like, Dalinar said that he doesn't want to enter a relationship with her for very legitimate reasons. I mean, pretty legitimate reasons. And then she just keeps pushing and is so, so, so stubborn about it. Yeah, because she loves him. Yeah, but... If someone doesn't love you back, you just gotta deal with it at some point. But I, and I know that he does, and I know that she knew that he does, and I'm f- kind of fine with it now, but when I did I did a Way of Kings reread recently, and I still don't really love Navani in Way of Kings. Like, I like her more, but I still... She's just really not my favorite. I do think that she may have been a little too persistent in it, but I think that Dalinar uh, did love her back. And she knew that, but the only reason was because he didn't, like, want to, like, so-called betray Gavilar's trust. I think that they're still a good ship. That's valid. This It's not really a spoiler to say that from Words of Radiance on, I love Navani. She's one of my favorite characters. Although I say that for everybody, but yeah, she really too. is. I, I Navani was... is in the top five, okay? 
Way of Kings, I just can't stand. So what do you think about Wit? I like Wit, and I like how he just insults every single mm-hmm. person he It's has his job. Post. Yeah, it's his job, and I like how they're joking about firing Wit, but they wouldn't dare fire Wit. And also, Wit is just such a good character. I love Wit's insults. They're so funny how he can figure out an insult for any person he happens to come across mm-hmm. in just like a split second. He's very smart. Okay, so we're going to move on to talking about Adolin. And Renarin. Yeah. So, what, do you, what are your thoughts? Go I, for it. Okay, first, I love Kaladin and Adolin as a ship. Mm-hmm. Also, Adolin Cattle- is- I'm working on some Catalan fan fiction right now. Okay. Stay tuned. Okay, so I love those two characters mm-hmm. together. I mm-hmm. also just love Adolin. Mm-hmm. Adolin is so smart. He's perfect. Uh-huh. Adolin is so smart, and I love Adolin because, like, he's smart much, much... He, he has, like, a, he has a more brain. He has, like, the same amount of brain for War Cactus as uh, Dalinar does, mm-hmm. and half, half of, uh, the other half of his brain is... Is actually working? Yes, is actually working yeah. for other things. Because Adolin... Adolin has a lot of emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. Like, he's very good at, like, well, okay. With with his whole thing about, like, failing to date women, he does not have emotional intelligence in also, terms of, like, romance. Shalon and him? Okay, but anyway, he doesn't have a lot of emotional intelligence in terms of, like, romance, but in terms of, like, knowing what people need or, like, who's being genuine and who isn't, he's much smarter than Talonar. <laughs> he's also just perfect. Like, he's so nice, and I love mm-hmm. him so much. Um, yeah. Any other Adolin thoughts? Uh, There's no. not a lot of also, Adolin in Way of I, Kings. Yeah, I thought that Renarin was, like, 12. 12? What do you think about Renarin, though? Renarin and Kaladin. Yeah, that's a good ship. Yeah. It's a good ship. Good ship, good ship. What else do you think about Renarin? Uh, I don't have a lot of thoughts, because Renarin's not in No, Way he's barely Kings. in it. He's barely in it. Like, you mentioned Renarin, and I was like, wait a minute, who is he? And you were like, oh, that person, that's in, like, two minutes. And I was like, ah, I remember him, because I was at that part. Yeah, he's really not in very much. No, I don't remember him. Like, Adolin talks about him, and Adolin talks about him very fondly. I love Adolin and Renarin's relationship. It's really cute. I still don't but... get, like, Damnar, Adolin, and Renarin, and the king. What is their family treat? Like, are so, is Adolin and Renarin like brothers? Adolin and Renarin are brothers, and they're okay. Dalinar's sons. Okay. And then Elicar is Dalinar's nephew. So, Gavilar is Dalinar's brother, yeah. the dead king. And Gavilar and Navani had two kids together. They had Elicar and Yasna. Elicar, oh, oh, yeah, yes. So, Elicar and Yasna are Navani's kids. Mm-hmm. And Gavilar, but he's dead. Certainly rest. I'm not going to say anything about the peace part. Yeah. Well, according to Voranism, he's not going to rest. He's going to go up to the Tranquiline Halls to fight, so he really will not be resting in peace. Oh, yeah. He will be resting in death. No, he'll be resting in war. Oh, yeah. Wait, can you die in the Tranquiline Halls? No, because you're already dead. But then why wouldn't he just, like, sit back and... Because he doesn't want to. He wants to fight. Oh, he does? Yeah, that's what Voranism, or, like, Alethi Voranism, at least, is all about, like... Once you go up, you get, like, your glorious purpose. Wait, did Brandon you can Sanderson fight if you want to. actually make a language for a Luffy? No. Alright, do we have any other Adolin Renarin thoughts? Do you? I don't. I mean, I have many, but not in Way of Kings. I, I don't know anything about Renarin, really. It's... <laughs> yeah, you'll learn more about him yeah, later. Hopefully. Okay, cool. Well, in that case, our character slash 
general slash epigraph slash whatever we talked about is done. Val and I will be back in two weeks in our regular posting schedule to talk about mechanics and all of the cool magic stuff that we learned. This was a more character-focused episode and kind of just talking about generally what we thought about the book. Next episode, we will be back to talk about mechanics and magic and all that jazz. So thank you so, so much for listening. We really appreciate it. I have a lot of fun recording all these episodes, and I hope that you have fun listening to them. New episodes are releasing every other Monday at, or before if I get it done early, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And you can follow the podcast on Twitter at Invested Cosmere. And you can feel free to contact me there or at HighlyInvestedPod at gmail.com if you've got commentary or questions or suggestions or you want to submit a an interesting sketch of Val's idea of a chasm fiend. Once again, thank you so, so very much for listening. And do you have a cool catchphrase you want to say? Uh, shard blades! Shard blades! For Spren! For the honor of Spren! Spren. <laughs> Sexy.